You are listening to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I'm so excited to bring in some inspiration, some amazing guests, and give you the tools you need to live your best life. Let's learn from each other, let's support each other, and let's inspire her. All right, welcome back to the Inspire Her podcast. I am so excited for tonight's episode. Um, I say tonight because it's late and I'm actually doing a podcast with, with another mom and someone who else who has a kid and we put our kids down. And so sometimes these podcasts are done, you know, during the day and sometimes they're d- done at night and we just always trying to fit this in. And that's what I love about this. I love interviewing all types of women and in the hopes of inspiring others to also live their best life. So I am so excited because my next guest, um, this was actually one of those like five, four, three, two, one. I always talk about Mel Robbins and, um, you know, her five, four, three, two, one and like, and then go and invite somebody. And so I, I had heard from a friend about this amazing teacher and I was like, oh my gosh, I really, really want to ask her. So I five, four, three, two, one, asked my friend, Hey, can you ask her if she would be interested? And I was, I don't know why I was so nervous, but I just am so amazed by the teachers these days. And I just feel like they have done so much. And so backstory is my friend and I, I I'm go back to visit her and it's during the, you know, of course it's during the pandemic. And, you know, we start talking about how teachers have just done a phenomenal job and, and just how, you know, us parents are, you know, like, I know there's parents out there that are frustrated and I know that there's, you know, teachers that are probably frustrated and there's people wondering why kids aren't in school and what's happening. And, you know, there's like all these unknown answers and she and I were driving and we're saying, you know, but let's, what about the teachers that are just doing these phenomenal jobs that are going above and beyond? Like, are they getting the credit that they deserve? You know, are they just kind of getting all these, you know, crazy things happening and they're kind of on the back end of it, just listening to it and they can't do anything about it. And so my friend tells me this amazing story and I'm so excited for you to hear this, but my friend tells me the story about this teacher that was teaching and the internet goes out and all of a sudden the end of the story is she ends up at McDonald's teaching. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to let her tell her side of the story, but you know, I, I looked at my friend, I was like, that's incredible. Like, why don't we hear these stories more? And the, the ironic part about this is I, I was trying to find this teacher and I started Googling and I'm Googling different things um, to find this teacher. I'm like Harford County teacher teaching at McDonald's, Harford County teacher. And I'm, te- you know, typing in all these different things. I'm like, it's got to come up. Like someone obviously wrote an article about her. She's probably, she's amazing. I was like, she's, she's probably everywhere. And all I found was like negativity, like, oh, you know, like teachers or kids aren't in school and this is going on. I'm like, what? Like we have to do better. We have to inspire each other. We have to shout out the people that are doing a good job. We have to cheer each other on, especially as women. We have to just, you know, like kind of take that step and just recognize people who are doing good in crazy situations. And 
uh, you know, I always say, look for the helpers, look for the people that are doing things when times are tough to help others. So that huge introduction, but I'm so excited to welcome Jessica Davenport, who is a teacher and and inviting her into the Inspire Her podcast. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I'm here. I'm so excited. So, okay. So I pretty much, I told them a lot about you, like what I know and what inspired me. So tell me and tell the, everybody, like, who are you? Tell us your story. Sure. So obviously my name is Jessica Davenport. I am a first grade teacher in Hartford County Public Schools in Maryland. And um, I'm a mom. I have two children. I have a son who is six years old and starting his first year of school. He's in kindergarten. And I have a daughter who is almost nine and she's in third grade um, this year. And of course I'm married. My husband is Joe and um, that's pretty much it for our story. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we go right into this? Um, Like to me, what you did, my friend telling me the story and I'm sure you're involved in this story, but my friend like telling me the story, just, we, we think you're a saint, like, like that you're amazing. So tell us about this. Sure. So there was one day where, you know, my, uh, office is set up in my house. Um, you know, but was working from home Our we, our schools have been out, um, since we went in for months. So we were out in the beginning of the year, we were in school for a month from like mid October to mid November. And then we were back home. And, um, during one of our in-home times, my kids were learning right outside of my office, Um, and we were on our break. I was actually on my lunch break and all of a sudden my kids came up while I was making them lunch and they're like, we don't have internet. The internet's gone. And I'm like, Oh, you know, sometimes this happens at our house. We kind of live in a rural area. And I was like, all right, well, you know, let's, let's just give it a little bit of time. Luckily I had like about 40 minutes until I had to get back on. So I was like, okay, I'm sure it's gonna, you know, come back on. We'll reset the router. So of course I get on to, social media. Cause where do we get all of our information from? And I realized that like lots of people are posting that they lost internet in my area. And I'm like, okay, this isn't just like a problem right here at my house. So my daughter gets a really anxious when things don't go according to plan. So she starts freaking out. She's like, Oh my goodness, I need to be on. And she's starting to get upset. And I was like, you know what? I was like, we have just enough time I I have it. I had an experiment that I had to do. I was like, I already have everything prepped and ready. Let me just load. Let's load up everything. I know McDonald's has free Wi-Fi. We're going to get in the car and we're going to go and we're going to go learn from the McDonald's parking lot. So we all threw our stuff in the car and I drove up to McDonald's with about five minutes to spare before my lesson. And I put my kids in the one in the second row of the car, one in the third row of the car, threw their headphones on. I got my stuff all set up on the center console, propped my laptop up and started teaching. And I got on and the kids were like, what, where are you? And I was like, I'm at McDonald's guys. You know, we lost internet and here I am. I had one more lesson to do for the day. So I, I went through, I did my little experiment and the kids were really great. They were super sweet. And then once I finished what I had to do, I let my kids stay there until their day was over. And, um, that was pretty much it. And I taught from the McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause my, my friend, when she's telling this story, she's like, yeah, she was teaching science. Like she's yes. who teaches science in a car, you know? <laughs> yes. 
I had to like mix things together and, but it all worked out. I didn't spill anything. Uh, you know, it was, it, it, it all worked out pretty well. Yeah. And the kids, it really kept their attention. Let me tell you, they were, they were very intrigued. They were very focused for that lesson because it was a change of scenery. <laughs> you know, it, but it, it's like funny to you and, and you're laughing and it's awesome, but it's like, you are, I hope you know how amazing you are. Oh, I mean, seriously, like you really did make an impact like to where my friend, you know, Ashley is like, you know, I mean, just thinks the world of you and just like, and you know, she is sharing this story. So it's like one simple act of like, you you know, I mean, not giving up and like, okay, I got to make these, I got to make these kids day. Like, I'm not just quit. Like you could have easily been like, sorry, my internet's out, you know, like, yeah. You went to a McDonald's and, you know, and it's and it, like, and I think we don't give enough credit or we don't realize. And I think as parents right now, we're kind of being thrown into like, what in the world is happening? Sure. And like, we're not seeing like, okay, on the other side of that, well, there's teachers driving to McDonald's. Like, right. <laughs> and like yeah. it's amazing. It's so awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. But you know, I'm very fortunate to work at a great school, um, with, with great, you know, teammates, you know, that we're, we're a big school. So I actually, there are seven teachers that teach first grade at my school and they're, they're all equally amazing and just wonderful. And I know would have done something very similar or the same. And, you know, we all really do care about our jobs and care about the kids and, this is a year like no other. And we're all just trying to do the best we can for the kids because they've missed out on so much. I know. I love, I love that though. Like I love, you know, and you're just giving so much, you're like the most humble, you know, teacher ever, like, you know, giving all the credit, you're super sweet and just, um, so, okay. So this, my whole thought of this podcast was just, you know, you know, teaching during a pandemic and, you know, I mean, so what, like, okay, you know, what is the raw, like real, like how has it been? You know? uh, <laughs> there have been some highs and there have been a lot of lows. Um, it's just been so much change. I think it's been like the hardest thing as teachers, we are planners. We like to be prepared. We like to know what's coming up and, you know, have, we thrive on consistency and, you know, this year has been anything, but And, you know, it started, you know, here and where we are, you know, we weren't sure if we were going back to school or not. And it was announced that we weren't. So it was like, okay, you're teaching online. And obviously as a teacher, like that's not something we've never had to do before, you know? And so it was like, here's what you're using and pretty much like figure it out. You know, like you guys are great at doing your job. So you'll just figure it out. And like I said before, I have an amazing team that I work with of other first grade teachers and we work so well together. And had it not been for my teammates, I I really wouldn't have survived because we would get on and we get on, we use teams and we, you know, collaborate and talk about, okay, how are we going to do this? What's going to happen? And we finally, you know, we started the year, we got into a little rhythm and then it was, okay, we're going to bring kids back to school. So now you're going back to school, shift away from what you've been doing and learn all these new rules and, you know, all of the new, you know, regulations and the rules for COVID and, um, follow these rules. And you're going to have some kids in the classroom and some kids online. So, okay. Change focus. We learn how to do that. We're in school for four weeks and then we kind of get used to that. And it's, 
you know what numbers are going up, you're going back home again. Oh my gosh. So it's pack up your room, you know, you're not your room, but like, you know, I, I have a second monitor I'm using. So like every time it's like gathering everything you think you need, take it home with you, get everything set up at home. And then since mid November, we've been at home. And then again, they've announced now we're back in the classroom. So we started back again and the kids started originally two days a week. And then, um, beginning the, uh, the end of this month, they'll start coming four days a week and hopefully stay that way for the end of the year. I'm hoping that there isn't any more change, but it's, you know, every time you've gotten into like a routine and you feel like you're getting somewhere, things have just changed. So it's been pretty stressful. And then of course, on top of all that, I am a mom and I have two kids when I was at home who are learning from home and any mother who has a kindergartner knows that, you know, putting a five-year-old on a computer all day to learn is just not ideal. So throwing that into the mix, is just a whole other layer of crazy for me. That was just, a, it was a struggle. I mean, I really, I struggled, you know, a lot when I was at home and it, it was mainly just guilt from not being as a mom, not being able to give my own personal children what they needed to support them at home because I'm having to do my job and take care of other people's children. You know what I mean? That's, that's my job. That's something I have to do, but yet I wasn't there to support my son who needed me on the computer. And that's a really horrible feeling as a parent, you know, Yes. but we made it through and, and we're back in school. And I'm very lucky that my kids are able to be with their teachers, um, four days a week from the start. Our County has allowed our, our children and it is, it has been a godsend. And I'm just so thankful that their teachers are wonderful and, you know, it's just the, the small change of them being back to school has totally changed everything. So, yeah, I mean, that is really nice. And like, and it seems like, okay, we're moving in the right direction here, guys. Right. Like, but it's, you know, I think you touched on such good things. I feel like, you know, during the pandemic when all everything was kind of going on and people are looking at teachers, like what are, you know, like, you know, parents are getting frustrated and they yeah. don't know what's going on. And, but not ever realizing that those teachers also, a lot of them have kids at, of their own, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, you need like a, a pay race, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I got to teach my kids and other people. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not opposed to it at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard. And having the teacher lens, you know, I never blame my children's teachers for, for what was going on. Like, this is not something we ever signed up to do, or we prepared to do, you know, like this goes against everything we learned as teachers. You know, we want to be in the classroom in front of the kids with doing hand hands-on things and, you know, getting the kids up and moving around and interacting with each other. And, you know, the way that we're teaching this year is the complete opposite of all of that, you know, and it's just, it's hard, you know, you won't trying to feel like you're doing a good job without being able to do any of the things that you're used to being able to do, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think something that I don't think that I even realized you said at the beginning that, um, that you, you weren't used, you didn't know about teaching online. Like, no, because I think as, as, uh, and you know, and I'm not a teacher and as a parent, you know, you just assume like, oh, okay, well they, they can, they know what to do, you know, but you're learning as much as everyone else. Right. And, and, you know, it's, it's, we're used to everything that we do. We're in the room with the kids. We're walking around, you're 
you're helping the kids that you're seeing struggling. You're stopping to have conversations with them. You're getting to see what they're doing at all times. You know what I mean? And if you, if you want to, you walk over to them and you look at what they're doing and you just walk by and you just, you know, you're able to keep an eye on that when you're online half the time, I don't even see what they're doing. You know what I mean? When they're working on their math worksheet, I can't even see what they're writing. I have to get them to try and hold it up to me. And then I have to make sure it's clear enough so I can see it. And, you know, sometimes kids are great at masking, you know, they look like they're on task or they look like they're doing what they're supposed to, but you don't really know know, through a screen what they're doing. So, you know, that's, that's really hard too. It's just, you know, it took a while to get to know the kids and what their strengths and weaknesses were not having them in front of me able to see every single day. Yeah. So, Oh, okay. So what advice would you give to a teacher, like uh, other teachers who may be struggling? Cause it see, honestly, it's, you know, so I'm in South Carolina and, um, we're like in totally two different worlds. Yes. And it's like funny. Like when I talk to my friends back home in Maryland, you know, and I'm like, Oh, we've been in school forever. Yes. You know, yeah, my mom. My mom lives in Florida and she's been the same way. She's like, we've been open all year. And it went like you said, exactly like you said, it's a whole different world. Yeah. And it's so you, it's like totally different perspective. And then we have a friend, Ashley and I have a friend in California and they're not in school at yes. all. And so it's like, what, you know, I guess what advice would you give to a teacher that's like, you know, going through like tough times or like mentally and trying to get through this? I mean, what I would just tell myself to get myself through is, is this is temporary, you know, and I know that this is not going to be forever. And honestly, I knew that when I, we came out on the other side, like everything was just going to be better. You know, I mean, it was, I felt like I was probably at my lowest of low and anything from this point forward is going to be better. And it it's temporary and you are going to get through it. And, and you really have to lean on the people who are around you that you have. Like, I know I've said it multiple times, but my team is amazing and, and we work so well together and they're my people and they're the people that I leaned on when I was really struggling. And, you know, if it weren't for them, I swear I would not have made it through, uh, this school year. Um, but you know, find your person and, and latch onto them, talk to them, tell them how you're feeling and just know that this is temporary and things will get back to normal at some point, you know, depending on where you are, some places sooner than later. Right. But um, the other side is a lot better and it looks a lot more like we're, what we're used to seeing, which is kids in front of us being together and learning together and, you know, being able to laugh and be around them and, and, and go back to the way things were. So it, it will it will get better with time. And that that's great advice. I feel for, especially, and like new teachers too, that are just coming into this. Oh, like, I can't even imagine. I cannot <laughs> even imagine. I, I feel for them so much. Like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah. so, you know, um, so let me ask you, so everybody, we always see teachers say like, oh, I miss the kids. Like, is that, is that real? Like real oh, raw, you miss your kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, we, we went, like I said, we went back in October before vaccines, before any of that. And I was more than willing and happy to be back in the classroom because they're just, there is no substitute for in-person learning. And I wanted to get my eyes on my kids. I wanted to be able to see what they were able to do on their own. You know, some people have an adult with them all the time during the day. And 
you know, you don't, you don't get that true sense of what kids are able to do until they're there working in front of you independently. Yes. I wanted to be around my kids so bad. I, I cannot wait for when they are four days a week. I, I am counting the days down because I just, I need them with me. And, and let me tell you, this has definitely made me even appreciate that, you know, because sometimes when you're in the hustle bustle of, you know, the, the typical five day a week school, it gets exhausting, but now it's like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to have these kids back with me all the time. <laughs> oh, I bet they're so excited. And it's going to yeah. be like, are you, so have you, are you back in school now? Yes. I'm back in school right now. We're four days a week. So what we do is, um, certain group, half the group comes Monday, Tuesday, half the group comes Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays are asynchronous days. So we get to work from home on those days. We are so lucky that we are able to do that. And it's basically a day to kind of get my head back on straight because oh, that's nice. during the week, there really is no time to do anything during the day. Cause the kids are, um, they have special in the room, which is usually my planning time in my room where I get to like, kind of get myself together for the day or the next day. So that Friday is really great to kind of like prep for the next week and kind of get my, my head space. Right. Um, because we have kids who are online every day, obviously, and then kids still have the option to stay home virtually. So I have children who are home virtual all week or every day. And then some kids who come two days a week. And then, like I said, our County allowed teacher kids to come the four days a week. So I do have a couple teacher kids in my class too, who also come four oh days a week. Oh my gosh. So how in yeah. the world are you teaching virtually <laughs> and in person? So I, you basically set the, you know, turn the meeting on and we, the, the county did purchase this webcam. So I did put a webcam in the front of my room that faces um, my smart board and me um, to kind of give the kids a little bit of a sense of me teaching in the front of the room and what that looks like. But basically I, the kids who are in the, in the building, luckily don't really use their computers much at all. And that's one of the benefits of coming is I'm able to project what I'm doing up on the front screen and teach from the front and share that screen with the kids who are at home and the kids at school get more of a real school experience. And they're really not on their devices much at all during the day. But, you know, I have to look at kids whose hands are raised in the room. I have to pay attention to my TV screen and make sure I'm being equitable with, you know, how I'm calling on kids. And it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot to handle. The hybrid is very, very difficult, but we're managing. And, you know, like I said, uh, I'll have a lot more kids in the building every day at the end of the month, which will be great. I love like that I started this whole podcast because of you teaching at a McDonald's, but, <laughs> but like that, that seemed really incredible until you're telling me, how you're teaching to, like, oh. I think the McDonald's was the easy part. Yes. <laughs> at that point I had every kid just on one screen to worry about. So that did make things a lot easier, oh, um, but I welcome any time I can get them in the classroom. You know, of course I wish I could have every one of them in my room every day, but you know, I respect every parent's choices who want to keep their children home, but you know, I would just love to have my hands and my, or not really my hands, I guess right now I shouldn't say, but <laughs> my eyes on them right yeah, like, now keep your hands and, yourself. Okay. Right, with socially distanced. Of course, I'd like to be as close to them as I could get. Oh, uh, well, you know, when they first came, some of your kids came in, was that like emotional? Like, you know, Oh yeah. 
you're just seeing them for the first, like, you know, you're seeing them and you've been watching them online, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and it's hard too, because they're all masked, of course. Yeah. So like, you know, like, you know, some of them probably came in with huge smiles because you can see it in their eyes, but like, really, they can't see me, like Aww. my facial expressions. I can't even really see theirs. And like, you know, like at first graders, and that's, this is one of the things I love about first grade is like, they're loving their huggers. Like, you know, my kids, I would hug my kids all the time. And like, you know, and then like that part is missing. And that's really hard when you're used to like being, you know, like that close with your, with your kids, you know? So it's hard when I see old kids in the hallway and I try to give them like an elbow bump because, you know, I can't hug them or, yeah. you know, I it's, it's hard, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it was, it was great. It was crazy to be perfectly honest the first week back but it was, it was good. Once we got in the second week, then it was like, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there's like all the emotions going on with this. Like this is such a weird year. I cannot wait for this to be done. We all say if we can survive this, like every other year is, is going to be a piece of cake. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. So what advice, what would you give, you know, so for a parent right now, that is feeling like, like, you know, I think even for me too, like, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing. Am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it right? You know, like from you as a teacher, you've been teaching virtually and in person and all like what, what can a parent do or what advice would you give for them? I mean, I would just say, you know, give your child some grace and give your, your child's teacher some grace. I mean, we are all, we're both the kids and I are, are all, you know, doing something brand new that we were never prepared to do. And, you know, I know there are some people who maybe aren't handling it as well, but for most of us, like we are giving it our best and we are trying our best and we're very limited with what we can do, you know, online and, um, you know, just hang in there and know that once your child is able to get back in the building, it is going to make a huge difference. I I can tell you already from my son, just being back in for the little bit of time he's been in there, I have already seen him grow. And once, once we get those babies back in our classroom, we will take care of them. Trust me. Like we will like have faith in us. This is what we do. And when we get them where we want them to be, which is in the building with us learning the way that we're used to, you know, we're going to get them right where they need to be. So just, you know, have faith in us, give your children some grace, give your child's teachers some grace and, and now, you know, it's going to get better as soon as we can get them back. Oh my gosh. I am going to pack up all my stuff right now and move so that way you can be my daughter's teacher because like, I need a guarantee that all teachers out there like you, like I'm telling you any teacher, my school is incredible. You could have any one of us and you would be, you would be very, you would feel the exact same way. I'm telling you, I work at at a really great place. Yes. Well, my friend has like all good things to say and, you know, and it's just, you know, I really believe that you are amazing. And I think, you know, for everyone listening, you know, it really did start out as this McDonald's thing. And I (laughs) actually, you know, what's crazy is at the the time that we were talking about it, we were talking about there were the discussion all throughout social media was who should be on a times magazine. And, you know, we start Um, talking about this and I, you know, and I'm like, you know, cause they're talking about healthcare workers. And then she tells me the story about you and it's like, oh my gosh, like, why, you know, like these are the things, especially during pandemic. And when things are tough, it's like, you have to put out the good as much as you can. And absolutely, we need to shout out our teachers. And I think, 
you know, it's like you doing that. I mean, it really did. I know you probably think it was like, I was, you were just at a McDonald's, but that one simple act, like, you, you know, my friend hears it, who tells me, and she continued to tell like everybody she has ever talked to about you. <laughs> so, and like, she loves you so much. So she's like talking about you and like the whole, it's just like that one little thing it spreads. And it's like, if we can, do more of that, like telling the good and inspiring people. And I, I honestly, like Jessica, your advice is so amazing. And what you said for parents and teachers, and I feel like every parent and all that listens to this is just like, definitely just giving your kids grace and the teacher's grace. And I think, I I truly think that you're amazing and this is going to inspire so many people. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. You have no idea. Thank you. I'm so glad. So where can people, um, I always ask people, where can people find you if, um, they wanted to find you? Sure. So on Instagram, my, um, name is Jessica Davenport three. So you can find me there. And then of course on Facebook, it's just my name, Jessica Davenport. Um, now before we get off, do you, do you have a picture of this McDonald's incident? (laughs) I don't actually, I don't think, I don't know. No, I don't. I did. I don't have one at all. Oh my gosh. No, that was the last thing on my mind. (laughs) I know. I'm like, this would be epic, you know, like. No, I don't. don't. Maybe Ashley does, but not me. (laughs) So you were teaching her child? Yes. Okay. Cause yeah, she was explaining the story. Like yes. and she's so animated when she talks and she's like, yeah. And then it was up on the window and she's doing these things and she's mixing yeah. all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, she sounds amazing. Like, oh goodness. You know, yeah. And you're, she was telling me that, you know, your kids were there and it's yes. like, you know, I mean, that is I, really cool. Yeah. I'm trying to keep them quiet in the back seat. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you know, one day though, you know, I, I love like inspiring women and I truly feel like one day your kids, there's going to be a time they're going to be like, remember that time our mom like taught, you know, like she didn't just like give up. She, my mom was a rock star teacher. Like they're going to tell this story at your retirement, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I, they they just remember it for the McFlurries. I got them after for being quiet. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it really was. They're like, sure, we'll go to McDonald's. Yeah, we'll be quiet. Get me McFlurry. Oh, well, thank you, Jessica, for being on this podcast and giving your time. And thank you for all that you're doing for your students. And seriously, when I got chills, when you called them, you know, your babies and when they come in and I just, you know, you are seriously impacting more than I feel you even know. And I am so glad that so many people are going to be able to hear you in your story. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Everything, all all the kind words. Thank you. Yes. Well, everyone, I hope this inspired you. I hope that you find her on social media and stalk her a little bit and, you know, (laughs) give her a shout out. And if you are from Harford County, I think this is a story that needs to be shared. And, um, and just every, all the advice was amazing. All right, Jessica, it was nice talking to you and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspire Her podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends. Tag me on Instagram, Insta Stories, or Facebook, and let's inspire her together.